Hello and welcome to It's Just Business episode 4 and today we are joined by Created by Leandro. That's it. That's, yeah, you that's got the it. one. <laughs> so if you'd like to start by introducing yourself, what it is that you do. Sure. So, people at home so I am a videographer and a photographer. Do you want me to be looking at the camera, you, whichever way? Whichever way. Whichever way, okay, cool. So yeah, I'm a photographer. I started off as a photographer and then I kind of transitioned over to videography over lockdown. Um, I was kind of doing a bit of everything, kind of like a jack of all trades sort of thing. Um, but only until recently, I've kind of been able to master, I say master, but like hone myself into like the fitness bodybuilding industry. Mm. Um, and that's, I actually recently changed my bio to the hub of content creation for fitness businesses and professionals. It's crisp. crisp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I can't. Remember, I can't actually remember what I had before that, but mm. I've, I was like, "What's something that kind of shows that you know when you come to me, you don't just get video, but you get so much yeah. more than that." Yeah, the hub. Yeah. Oh, I see you doing your social media support. Your yeah, 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 that's it's, it. It's, yeah, it's, it's just, just kind of not just video. No, I'm just trying to trying to add some more value. Mm. Um, not just be a videographer and mm. uh, kind of like rock up do the video that's it yeah i kind of want to you know i provide real covers if i'm doing a youtube video for a client i'll do their thumbnail mm. um i could i could probably do you know some other extra stuff on top mm. but when, when you know when the situation comes to that then i'll be like you know i can help mm. this out maybe i don't know a strategy for like a campaign i could be doing with yeah. someone so i'll be like right you know we're going to do this at this time and then we'll create some hype using this mm. sort of thing but the jack of all trades is master of none yeah well that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> but no so you are the hub for I, i'm paraphrasing but for fitness professionals and yeah and businesses like as well yeah is that the area that you started off in or it's uh, sort of yeah it's like um fitness is a is a big part of my life mm. um you know i'm training four to five times a week cardio every morning um, it's it's that one time in, in the day where I don't think about business. Um, I just kind of, I'm present basically and I just focus on my workout. So it's kind of helped me a lot in terms of mental health, yeah. general fitness really. Um, like I said before, I'm, I'm on a cut until June for a photo shoot. So I'm actually in front of the camera instead of behind it nice. for a change. Um, and I'm like, you know, every time I'm waking up, even when I'm a bit weird, but when I'm having a shower, I just kind of like, I, I admire my, my physique and I'm like, you know. As you should. Like, I'm looking good. Yeah. Um, and it's been a while since I could say I'm looking good. Yeah. I mean, it's just a testament to the hard work that you've put in. Yeah. That's so it. did it kind of make sense to go from something that's a big part of your life in terms of training, in terms of fitness, to then do it in, in terms of your work as well? Yeah. So I think when, when you've got a passion for something, so like in this case I've got a passion for fitness then I know I can guarantee good results for when it comes to video work in the fitness industry mm. you know if I was to do a um, like a baby shoot or something like yeah. it's not really something I'm interested in so I could probably do a good job mm. but I, would I enjoy two hours two to six hours of shooting and editing mm. probably not okay Compa well, go sorry to go off for what about weddings so weddings has always been something I've been wanted to dip my feet in. Mm. I don't know why I enjoy it. 
it's just something about it. Yeah. I think it's 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 more the fact that it's it's so a hard one to be honest. It's a very positive occasion. Yeah, it's a very positive occasion. I think I get a lot of satisfaction and fulfillment um, to know that you know there is a couple who have spent easily over fifteen grand on a day. Yeah. And they've chosen me to create something that they can watch for years to come. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that, that kind of sensation, that thought that I, I like. Yeah. That, you know, they, you know, I am the reason that they can watch back on this video years to come and mm-hmm. show it their children and so on and so forth. Yeah. Is that a feeling that you say it's very much heightened in the kind of wedding space, but... Is that something, would you say that could be a kind of motive as to why you're doing it in the fitness space as well? Because from my own experience, from what you've just said, I don't necessarily think about that. Mm -hmm. But then now that you've said it, I'm like, you know what, that's actually like quite a nice way to look at it. Is that, that, have you acknowledged that in the past in the fitness space? In a way. So something I don't do often, which I should really be doing is just thanking my clients to thanking my clients that they, they've actually trusted me on the day to do my job properly. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't do it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the opportunity. But yeah, for the opportunity, like um, a recent client of mine, I don't know why I just like, put names out. I could. That is up to you. I mean, yeah, I could. So Christian, Christian, <laughs> I've mentioned, I, I've, I, spoke, I spoke to Christian about this and you might be listening to this, but um, I had a recent inquiry come through I won't say the person's name because it hasn't gone through yet. <laughs> um, but I had a recent inquiry of another online coach. She's, a, she's more like for females, or more more focused for f- female online coaching. And she, like, as far as I know, she's probably one of the biggest female online coaches in the country. Um, and I sent a message to Christian. I was like, look, mate, I don't know whether you spoke to me about her or anything, but thank you for one, tr- like, you know, hiring me for, for your work. And also enabling me to share the platform with you because um, you know I've, I've started up whenever I'd work with a bodybuilder or an athlete or whatnot they would they wouldn't end up tagging my, my tagging me in the posts been there, been there. tiny it's like it's a little mood it's like little things like that like mm. I've got to a point now where I'm kind of I'm numb to that like if I get tagged I get tagged mm. great but if I don't it doesn't bother me as, as much as it used to but yeah. with someone like Christian who again, I'd say top five online coaches in, in England or in the UK. For me to have the opportunity to work with him and him actually, you know, tagging me in content that I created for him without me even having to remind him or ask him, um, I sent a message. I said, "Look, I don't know if you've got anything to do with it, but this inquiry has just come through. As far as I know, she is quite big in the bodybuilding industry. So thank you for giving me the opportunity." and the platform. Mm. Um, and I actually said to him, like, I, I don't know if this is something that other videographers say, it, it, it's coming across a bit more, not professional, but like informal. Mm. Um, but I, I, yeah, I just said, you know, th- thank you for this. And he, he said, you know, don't worry about yeah. it. You know, I'm here to, to help everyone. Um, Those are the kind of people you want. Yeah, that's it. Content. It's especially looking back when I was, you know, coming up. I I got to a point where I was very close to not very close to hating the the fitness industry because 
you know, it can, it can be the best thing ever, but it could also be the worst thing ever, depending on the clients that you have. Yeah. Um, and I am fortunate, get another shout out here, shout out to Gus, nice. who's sorting us both out here. Um, Gus has helped me to kind of enable me to gain confidence in what I do. My pride, from like my prices to how I even communicate with clients, how I set a day out, um, and he's kind of given me the the strength to put my foot down, mm. kind of have the authority and not let the client have the authority over me. Um, and I think that's also in in the long run, it's gained me a respect respect mm. across the industry. Yeah. Um, and I think as well when you start working with more well known people other people who will start hiring you will have the respect because they'll be like, you know, he's worked with this IFBB pro or this Olympian, so he must be good at what he's doing. Yeah. And then like, they'll be a bit more in the, on the, not on the same, on the same level as you, like they won't kind of like almost like look down on you in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah. I go, I mean, touching on the topic of Gus I mean honestly it's so valuable to have a coach a mentor who's in your corner and uh, and I, I experienced like the true not the true value of it but I was in a a situation where a cl one of my clients in London had basically kicked up a, kicked up a storm and um I was panicking, I was freaking out, I was ready to kind of just like roll over and mm -hmm. kind of just do everything I needed to do to make it right. And I remember going to London to have a conversation with him. I'm still kind of freaking out and I'm, I'm just in the toilet, <laughs> voice noting Gus like, okay, we need to do this, this, this. And he was like calming me down. And honestly, the help just... I mean, the help that goes beyond, obviously, the videography business side of things, the help with the kind of, like you said, the confidence and being able to back yourself and as a businessman and as a person is invaluable. And mm -hmm. honestly, it's uh, made a huge difference. In, you made a huge difference in just everything. Yeah, he's, everything. he's got, he's got a, he's like kind of locked into a good niche because there's mentors for almost everything, but I personally haven't seen many mentors who don't over-exaggerate their marketing, saying, you know, learn how to make 10K in 60 days. Like, yeah. he hasn't done that. No. Um, as far as I know, I don't think any of the guys in the group are at 10K. They could probably be very near, mm. but I mean, like, yeah, he's... A lot of people who I've spoken to don't still don't understand why we invest the the money we invest every month with him. Um, but uh, it's kind of like on coaches, like coaches will have their own coach, mm. and then that coach will have another coach, and kind of like almost like a chain. Um, because I think we're all students of life. 100%. There's there's there won't be a day where you think you know it all because when you think you know it all that's when you become complacent absolutely um you can't grow if you're not learning the speed of learning honestly it's the mistakes i would have made and i remember um talking to you about this earlier and in the first group call that i had with all the other videographers and they were talking about what that they should what they used to do and what they shouldn't be doing 
in that first call, it was everything that I was doing. And I was <laughs> like, oh God, we're, we're in for a treat. <laughs> because I, I hadn't known otherwise and I would have taken the long way round and figured out, you know, months or even years later that I shouldn't be doing that. And that to hear that on the first call and be able to correct it. Yeah, I mean, save so much time, stress, everything, everything. So we're both videographers. Yes. How does created by Leandro, Leandro, Leandro. <laughs> how does it start? How did you become a videographer? Um, I started off like year seven or eight, like just with my phone. I had like a Samsung Galaxy S6, I believe. It was in gold. Oh, um, <laughs> and I was just taking, you know, the most random photos with like you know your cringy quotes yeah, nice. put on my Instagram and I remember I used to get made fun of every now and then um, and then like <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there were, there were some time some like times where I'd try and just become more creative you know I, I was kind of already thinking about the rule of thirds composition even before knowing what, what those words were um, and I kind of thought to myself, you know, I'm, I've got someone here where I am analyzing the situation a lot more than what the average person would be. They were just like, you know, get the phone out, take a photo, cool. Yeah. But I was already like trying to be a bit, bit more strategic about it. Yeah. But I didn't know why. So fast forward um, to the first month of starting my apprenticeship. Um, I, the first payday I had, I bought a Nikon or a Nikon, I call it Nikon, um, D3000, which is like 150 pounds at the time. Nice. Um, and that same year, I was kind of getting into like that phase where I was starting to actually worry about what I was wearing, my appearance and everything like that. So before that, I can understand why no one wanted to go out with me because I was like an absolute gremlin um still figuring it out <laughs> yeah exactly um, um and what as i was starting to worry more about how i looked you know i was kind of i wanted to be a model okay. back then I, I wanted to you know model for clothes and shit like that um so me and me and this guy i used to be friends with um we would literally just meet up on the weekends get a few fits, mm. take some photos, put it on Instagram. Nice. Um, in hopes something would, would obviously yeah. come from it. But link contract, here we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I actually did do like a portfolio day at a modeling agency, well, modeling agency, I found out, um, in London. Mm. Um, but it was just one of them like, they weren't really legitimate. Like probably about a year after I realized like, agencies don't make you pay for the portfolio especially up front um long story short that modeling never came to anything really i modeled for like one tiny tiny brand local to me in hereford called um ding dong apparel um nice. i don't know questionable <laughs> name yeah. but um that same guy he's actually a videographer he's the one i said nice. who's done some work for space goods yeah yeah so I think it was just kind of like a little side project he was doing. Nice. So I modeled for that, but like that's as much as it went for modeling. Mm. Um, but whenever I speak about my business in general and 
I wanted to be a model. I just say to them, you know, I, I eventually realized I'm more successful behind the camera than I am in front. So that's that. And so then you took it a bit more seriously from then? So I posted, I put a post up on Facebook marketplace saying, you know, looking for any local businesses to need photography. I didn't, I had no clue about business or anything like that. Um, and my first ever client, paid client, was a removals company. Nice. Um, I remember I sh- uh, one of the photos actually got published in like a, an estate agent's magazine, um, which was really cool. Mm. And if looking back, it's kind of like my first ever paid shoot got published into a magazine. Um, and I got like, what, 50 pounds for like five hours of work, which worked out 10 pounds an hour. And at yeah. the time I was doing an apprenticeship, cool. yeah. at like three, four pounds an hour. So... I was like, perfect. Yeah, but even and just to be paid for like for yeah. some work is a huge. It was like a it was a light bulb moment, mm. and then I was like, after I was like, right, let's get a logo sorted, let's get a page sorted, mm. see where this goes. Just and here we are. Back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Here we are. Like about almost it. three three years in, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to tell me how old you are because it's, I feel like you've been skirting this question <laughs> for this for this whole guess. Oh, guess. oldest so, I've been given is twenty seven. It's the beard you've got a nice full beard. Thank you. It's the Portuguese so, genetics oh in me. God, I'm jealous. I get pure length, <laughs> but no thickness. If I had to guess, we're similar ages, so I'm gonna say. Oh, well, I don't know if we're it's similar either up ages. Or down. It's either up or down. I'm gonna say down. And I'm gonna say twenty one. Up. Since a, uh, since a week ago, twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. Okay. I was nice. twenty two last so, week. Yeah, we're, we're very similar. Yeah, but um, yeah, I get a lot of people when they don't know my age. I kind of just get them to guess, get a feel of what yeah. people think it's I the am. Classic. They usually say like twenty five and above. It's the beard, man. It's a strong, yeah, strong beard. But strong not beard. just the beard. Like I, I've spoken to a couple of people, and they say it's just the way I hold myself, the way I speak. Yeah. Um, and from. I think we're going to get deep here. Let's dive <laughs> this in. This is the deep end now. Um, but from past past trauma in my life, when my dad died back in 2013, mm. um, which only recently I realized it's coming up like a decade since it happened. So he died in 2013 over a heart attack when he was playing football. Um, the week before that, he tried to get a doctor's appointment, but they just... Good. Like they said, unless it's an emergency, we can't take you in. Ooh. Which, yeah, at the time, like if if I was a lot older, I probably I could probably, you know, sue sue the place. Mm. Um, but it's, it's a decade ahead, and probably way too late now. Um, so I think from that, I kind of became like the man of the house. Um, obviously, with that comes, you know, being my my younger brother's kind of big brother idol or role model. Mm helping my mum out where I could um, and I think that trauma kind of forced me to mature up quicker than everyone else in my class mm. um, and I think it kind of reciprocates in terms of how a lot of my friendship group are older than me mm. um, whether it's got to do with whether the fact you know I had to mature up yeah. so I kind of just naturally um, hang around with older people mm. or something like that but 
sometimes like I quite enjoy being around older people because it means I can just be honest about shit mm. and they don't, they're not going to take it to heart they, yeah. they'll take it constructive as constructive con- criticism yeah. and they won't get pissy about it mm. um, they'll see that it's coming from whatever you know whether it's a harsh reality or whatever yeah. you, you have to say it's not out of yeah. like hate for them it's just it, it, how it is yeah that's it it's like look what I was saying yeah. at the restaurant like um, and I said it to, to one of my friends as well. Like, I said to her, I can be more. I I want to be more honest. And she told me, you know, you are honest. Mm. But I said to her, I know I am, but I can be more honest. I can mm. be brutally honest. And I think nowadays, almost everyone is a snowflake. Um, and like I said to you again, if I say something and someone gets offended, if I'm if I'm generally talking about someone and someone gets offended, it's because it's going to apply to them. Mm. Um, but they just don't want to address it, and it's, exactly it's, they see it as a personal attack. I, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, and like I said to you, like well. I'm kind of because it's like I can't really just say to my friends, "Oh, I'm going to be honest. Mm. I'm going to be brutally honest from now on." It's, it's it's just like not there's there's no context to it. Yeah. So if any of my friends are, are listening to this, then I'm going to start being brutally honest and say what needs to be said, mm. not what you want to hear from me. Um, and that's how it should be yeah because if you can't hear it from people close to you then you're only going to run into issues when that reality hits you in the face at some point soon so it's better to hear it from someone that you know that you trust rather than be hit with a harsh reality further down the line yeah and it kind of it stems from again like I said to you from Gus like whenever like I've come into a situation he's helped me he doesn't sugarcoat shit He'll say it how it is, how I need to do it. Um, same with a very good friend of mine who is basically like a fucking dating guru to me. Nice. Um, <laughs> well, like a guru when it comes to like <laughs> dealing with women or something like that. Because, yeah. you know, I've, I was... Um, he's the person you go to. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. the person I go to whenever, I don't know, I've got like dating problems or I don't know how to speak to a girl or some shit like yeah, that. I know. Um, because like before the recent breakup so in between my first relationship and the one I've just broken up with I had like three months of just being single during lockdown so even I don't count that as a single stage like there was nothing going on in the world so this year is kind of like the first year where I am I kind of can gain experience in dating world Um, and also it's kind of like where I'm trying to find myself and who I am Mm who's the type of person I want to be. Did you find those three months were quite nice to kind of just um, zone in on yourself or was it quite a tough three months? Neither, to be honest. It was really a blur. Um, I was definitely, definitely a simp within those three months. Um, and looking back, I was scared of being alone. I didn't have much going on for me. Um, and Again, very normal stuff to feel though. Yeah, it is very normal stuff to feel. Um, but this year I, I've kind of like understood myself a bit better. I'm not, I'm not so much of a simp anymore. Probably like, you know, that I could be a simp at times. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. Um, <laughs> but now that, you know, I, I've established myself, I'm more established. My business is more established. I, I've, I'm making a word for myself. I'm busy. Mm. Um, 
it's getting to a point and like I mean I even said it to myself and I said it to friends you know, this year I'm, I'm putting everything into the business so that's super exciting by the way yeah <laughs> it is it's very exciting mm. um, so I think like even just that like my, my mind is thinking about work mm. rather than like thinking about girls and then work mm. it's like the other way around yeah um and then and, and the gym as well like what i think about is work in the gym at the moment i'm um, excited to see what like more capacity could mean for you because from an outsider's perspective looking in you're kind of crushing it man you're you reckon? It. yeah thank you so um, i'm excited to if from what you're touching on it doesn't seem that you've been at full capacity as in in terms of what you're giving putting into the business and for you to say that I'm going all in there on the business. Yeah. That's exciting because, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is very exciting. Yeah. So, touching on that, um, like the past, since I came back from holiday, hmm. um, I've, yeah, I'm going to mention this because yeah, I'll be fine with it. Um, so, I went to Amsterdam on holiday. Nice. Did the usual stuff you do in Amsterdam. Yeah, of course. I did, when, I did, when, in, when in Dam. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I did mushrooms as well, which was a really cool experience. Very cool. Uh, I've always been into um, kind of like just psychology, mm. learning about body language, how people react with, you know, whatnot. Mm. And since then, when I got back, I feel like my, my mindset just changed and I am just tunnel vision on working in the gym. Um, that's all I want to be doing. And I, I've been speaking to a few people about it, saying how, what I want to be doing now is just do solid work for two, maybe three months in one go. Mm. And then I'll have a break for a week. But it's hard when I've got friends, you know, they're just looking out for me yeah. at, at the end of the day, you know, they'll just be like, you know, just switch off the day. Mm. But that's, I don't want, no, because I've got nothing like my brain's bored otherwise yeah like I'd rather do two three months solid work and then have a holiday knowing that I put my all the past two or three months um like I'm going I mean I was I went on holiday to Amsterdam didn't take anything laptop or camera with me switched off cool going to Portugal this weekend for till Wednesday that's going to be a working holiday so I'll probably like switch off for like I don't know two hours maybe yeah go so to the beach taking camera with you and uh, I'm taking my camera and my laptop as well because I've got um, a bit of a backlog mounting up so I need to get that done um, but after that it's like you know it's gas foot to the gas yeah. for like until whenever really mm. um, because if someone ever asked me like where 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 do I feel the happiest? I'd say working. Yeah. That's where I feel the happiest. Yeah. That's where I feel like that's my my calling and my duty mm. in life is to not to to work, but like to to provide mm. a service. And I think it's very different as well because you know a lot of people aren't you know freelance. A lot of people don't necessarily work for themselves, and so where a lot of people switch off after work at, you know, whether it's 5 p.m. or whatever it is, for all, for, I'd, I'd like to say for us, like, your brain doesn't switch off, but that's okay. That's, we, we love that. And we almost don't want to switch off because 
we know we have an idea of where we want we where we see ourselves and the more that we can put into it the the, the it's not necessarily about speed but the closer we get to that vision yeah. it's um it was a, a conversation i had with um a couple who I'm doing the wedding for. Mm. Like we got into a, a deep chat, all of a sudden. I wasn't even expecting it because like, with clients, I don't really go deep. Um, and with someone else I've spoken to, I said to them, like, I do put a lot of pressure on myself. I know that. Um, but it's, it's because I want to, like, I've got such big goals I want to achieve. Mm. I'm willing to risk my mental health for it. Because, it, it, you know, from an outside point of view, it could be a very toxic mindset. But, you know, people would say, oh, you know, I want to buy my parents a house, this and that. Yeah, that's, that's, it's a good mindset to have, but how willing are you actually wanting to put that work in? Are you just saying it because it's kind of like mental masturbation mm. to make you feel good, to kind of like make you push? Mm. But how willing, how much are you willing to sacrifice and risk to actually make that happen and you know I am unprepared like last year when I was not making much not getting many bookings my friends suggested me saying to get a part time job I ended up getting one but my mindset then and still is till now I said to him look I'd rather go homeless than get a part time job um, last time I was employed was in October I left a nightclub that I was doing social media marketing for nice. and ever since then I said to myself, um, I'm going to do everything I can to stay self-employed and make this work. Yeah. Um, and then a couple, some time period after, I heard this quote on TikTok called Burn the Boats. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't know, what, if no one knows what that is, it, it, it's basically, I think it comes from either pirates or Vikings where if they wanted to conquer an island, they would yeah. burn their boats. So the only option was to, to win. Um, and, and that's, that's, the mindset I've got at the moment, like my only option is to make this work. I've got, there is no room for failure. Um, whether it means, you know, sacrificing going out. Like I, I went out two weekends, but like I didn't drink. I just yeah. had a Coke mm. um, because I knew like I, I could wake up the next day fresh, get back to it. Yeah. Um, like I try and have some sort of balance, but ideally like I'd, I'd, I'd be I'd, I'd be happy to just not not do any social gatherings yeah. um, or anything like that which sounds a bit selfish but again when you've got goals that you you really want to achieve you're you're willing to put everything into it and it's kind of like bodybuilders when they're prepping those 16 weeks is just like pretty like they're not doing anything besides waking up yeah. meal prepping training cardio that's all they do yeah I want to be doing that, but for the business. Yeah. It's interesting because it seems quite an isolating path, but then when you can find people who want, who understand that and who want to support you in that path, um, it's really refreshing. So for example, I've got a, a close friend who's in the Marines and we don't see each other for quite spells of time. Sometimes, you know, you know, we try to text, but um, we both get busy as, you know, sometimes you're just locking in. You don't want any distractions. Like you were saying, you're kind of just focused in on the goal. But then being at, being, having that person to kind of reconnect to and it's almost like nothing changed. 
um, I can say from my own experience that that is so great to have because we can tell each other about what we're grinding towards and we both know that we're on that path and it's uh, do you have anyone like that in, in your life at the moment? Um, because you're saying that all this isolating path stuff and I yeah. fully understand that Yeah. but then I would agree that it's a somewhat a little bit of a toxic mindset but and you understand that as well but then if you can find people to kind of support you in that journey then yeah I, well I yeah i definitely i definitely time. do have many people mm. or like a, a good group of people who understand it mm. um but it's kind of like like i sent a message to her uh she was actually a client first and then we just kind of grew pretty close and like she's just a friend to me now and i just sent her a message saying you know thank you for being able to understand like the amount of craft and yeah. everything I I need to put in mm. um, because she's never really like said anything otherwise she never said you know you need to stop or just have a have a have a break like she's never said anything like she's always supporting me yeah and I'm not saying all my uh, every, all my friends who I've got they all support me um, but then there's a few of them who kind of like you know live your life a bit yeah um, which again, got nothing against. They're just looking out for me, which I'm more than grateful for. But I, like I said to the couple, mm. I'm willing to give up my 20s mm. to build my future. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to put in the graph for like, you know, a couple of years. Mm. And then like, I don't know, 28, 29, 30, I might not need to ever work in, ever work again in my life. Mm. But I know probably by the time I get there, yeah. You've given it. I've I've given it all, mm. but now I've got something even bigger to take care of. Mm. So I probably won't even be able to switch off. I'll have I don't know. Let's say I don't know a, um, some agency, a creative agency, or something, or something massive, mm. where I'm sucked into again. Yeah. But that's when you know I'm, I'm still working at like thirty. But it will be supporting you at the same time. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. And I'll have a team of people because um. Uh, I don't know if you know Iman Gadji. I do. You do, yes. Yeah. Um, of course I do. <laughs> now, I was watching a video about him yesterday and he was saying how, um, you know, if it, it, running a business is a lonely road, a mm. uh, very lonely road, mm. but I'm hoping by the time I'm 30, I've got a team behind me. Um, the plan is to create a creative agency out of this, which is kind of where the the hub of content creation kind of stems from because yeah. that's like my end goal um i want to kind of be yeah the hub for everything like you know whether you're online coach or you work in some other industry you come to me we basically got you sorted yeah. for coverage marketing anything like that yeah um and yeah that, that's that's the big goal really yeah. so i've just said everyone my big goal nice uh, there is another big goal. Make but it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, that's it. Speak on. into existence. Exactly. All that manifestation. You have the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was going to do a Conor McGregor impression, but it's <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and I feel like we do have somewhat very similar goals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my question is is a bit of a just a tangent while I'm there. Um, have you ever thought about movies? Movies. Yeah. As in going into movies? Just like making a movie. 
just a random question because mm, it's something that kind of popped into my mind like earlier earlier when I first started, when I first started having like an interest into video mm. I thought about it but it just doesn't doesn't give me the buzz that's fair um, I don't I feel like you're kind of restricted in what you can do mm. whereas when it comes to what I'm doing, like promo videos or anything like that, yeah. I don't exactly need to tell a story. Yeah. I just need to show off the business. Yeah, it gets me a bit more like I've got, I've got Yeah, I've got creative. more freedom. Yeah. Um, and I'm all about freedom. Mm. Okay, back to, that was just a little side question for myself, but have you heard of Blood Brothers Media? Blood Brothers Media. Because they are a big inspiration to myself. Okay. Um, they're brothers that came over, oh, I'm going to butcher this, but gonna butcher the story but <laughs> they're brothers that came over from somewhere somewhere <laughs> <Quite safe>. and, <laughs> but i know they're like instagram handles and i've been following their journey and it's awesome and they came over from somewhere and they were they did the media for like wicked and bad which is like little man's um like boxing oh, kind yeah, of yeah. thing yeah, yeah and then they've basically gone from there and just been growing and growing ever since and they've they're now the media team behind kingpin boxing which is the creator scene and they've just opened up a studio in uh somewhere (laughs) somewhere it's north i remember seeing the story because they were like oh there's so many studios in london north no nottingham nottingham in nottingham and man does it look cool Mm. and i'm just like for me to be able to see that and to see that they've done it, I'm like, all right. It motivates you. A hundred percent. Even you motivate me. Because, like, <laughs> honestly, you do. Like, because I was still class myself as relatively new to this. And, yeah. And being in, being in a community with more creatives and seeing what's possible, hugely motivates. Anything's possible. Yeah. And so, as like, as you put the work in and set your mind to it. During lockdown, there was this... There's this guy called Jack. Jack he goes by Jack's Amazon Club. He's like Amazon FBA yeah, and stuff. Know. And he's like my our age. Mm. Like drives like a Ferrari or something. Um, and his quote was, "Stay loyal to your goals, and your goals will stay loyal to you." Um, and it, yeah, it just kind of comes like like I was saying, like you know, anything's possible as long as you set your mind to it and you work towards it. Um, anything in the videography industry is, is possible really mm. um, but like like you say I, I'm an inspiration or I motivate you it's, it's like for 22 year old kids I guess you could say it's it's hard for me to accept that mm. um, especially when I've got someone I know um, who's like 30 and like I'm helping her out in like bits about you know how starting a photography business um nowhere near what gus does like i'm just kind of like it's almost like just like a friend helping a friend really um but like even when when she like when she was asking me questions and stuff it kind of like you get the imposter syndrome and you're like you know why me yeah um and especially in the three years you know i've had like guys who are like you know 18 19 20 just you know following me and saying they enjoy my work and then like we'll have a chat they'll have questions i'll help them out um and it's just kind of like you know when when do i consider myself a professional 
Um, and I think that would be when you actually start earning money from it. Okay. Which probably seems a bit too soon, because like you know, I'm I'm technically a professional from the fir- time I got my it's first true. shoe, it's which true, was fifty though. pounds. Yeah. Um, Someone's put that trust in you. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, but yeah, I don't really know when you should consider yourself a professional. I probably I'd probably consider myself a professional now, mm. just because of the amount of responsi- responsibility I. I take the way I kind of communicate with clients, the way I hold myself, yeah. the way I market, everything like that. Um, but I wouldn't like put it on my bio or anything like professional photographer. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like, it makes makes you a bit full of yourself in a way. Yeah, I know what you um, And I could, I could probably do come across full of myself at times, but I think it's, you need a little bit of it. Yeah, so, I mean, having an ego is good if, if you use it right. Um, I'd say I've got a bit of an ego. People listening to this will probably think, not a bit, but like he's got a massive ego. <laughs> but if I've got a massive ego, even better then. Yeah. Um, it's more, it's the fact that I know I'm good at what I'm doing. Um, I know that I deliver good results. Yeah. Clients are happy. Um, you know, there's been like the odd few times where there's been a few hiccups, but we got around it. Um, and it's it's known that I'm good. Again, going back to what I said, it's known yeah. that I'm good at what I do. That I'm gonna say it here because it's the right time for me to say it. Um, but I and I and I said it to a, f- a few of my clients. I, I said to them like, as egotistical as it sounds. I consider myself the best fitness videographer in my town. Um, drop that. Oh, <laughs> get a sound effect. But you need that, though. You need that. Um, it's definitely going to rattle. I know exactly who it's going to rattle the, the feathers. <laughs> is it good? I know exactly who it is it's going to be. So if you are listening to this, um, <laughs> Ooh. there will be there will be like a there will be like a um, it's going to be a split of people. A lot of them are going to cheer on for me. They'll be like, yeah, I know who's on about, but the others are going to be like, they're going to be like, mate, he's just talking about you. (laughs) Um, So, so yeah, like I, that, that like starting up, that was my goal was to become the best in my town at what I do. And I think now I'm getting to a point where I can very happily say I am the best in town of what I do. The next step is to become the best like within surrounding areas, yeah. which will be a lot harder um, because you know that there are loads of videographers that I follow who are good at what they do. Um, but when I say I want to be the best, it's not in a way like, you know, your shit. Yeah. Like it's something, it's, it's I'm willing to put in the work I'm willing to, to, put, be the, yeah, I, to be the best. Yeah. But it doesn't, again, doesn't mean they're not willing to put the work. Like there was a, again, I, I've referenced it so much from TikTok, but it's just like little clips I see. Um, there was a guy saying how, you know, I have got the best life ever, but that doesn't mean you don't. Mm. It's just what I think about my own life. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm lucky to be living the life I'm living. Mm. I'm lucky to be in the position I am at 22. Working for myself, having, you know, location freedom being able to work my own hours, being able to do what I want, basically. Um, and it's something my, my most recent ex actually helped me kind of realize 
was there was at a point, I can't remember what it was about, and she kind of spoke to me and she said, do you realize what, what you've achieved at 21? And that kind of like set me back a bit and I was like, yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, so it's definitely something I struggle with is looking back at what I've achieved. Yeah. Um, I managed to do that on the train today when I spoke to you. Nice. Um, a little music video moment. Yeah, a little music video <laughs> moment. Um, I think it was also yesterday or the day before. Mm. I just put on Drake. I literally, I, like, it hit different to what it usually did. Yeah. I the leaned fields. the chair back and I just, I was just appreciating the song and I just kind of like smiled to myself. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this is the dream life I'm living. Hell yeah. Um, and I just kind of spoke to myself and said, you're fucking lucky. No, you're not lucky. You fucking worked for this shit. Mm. Um, and even though I'm happy where I am, I've got the saying of, it's like the alpha lead saying, proud but never satisfied. Like I'm proud of what I've created, what I've done, where I'm at, but I'm not satisfied as to where I am, yeah. but where I could be. Yeah. Um, I've got this habit of always chasing the next shiny thing. Yeah. Um, for example, like I say my goal is to hit 5K a month. When I hit that, right, let's go for 10K a month. And I'll just carry on like that. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a lifelong journey mm. I'll be I'll be going through. It's a pretty. How would I describe it? It's it's a it's a it's a pretty ruthless mindset. Yeah. That you have. It's. I spoke to a friend, another close he my coach actually, um, and. I don't know whether it's the fact that, you know, I'm going to church once once a week, every on like Sunday mass. Like I'm not a massively religious person. I'm more more spiritual. Mm. And I was speaking to a girl about this, like she was saying she's been having a, an awakening. Mm. And I said, Look, I know exactly what you mean because I've been feeling an awakening myself. Um I f- I feel like, you know, the how I envision this year is slowly becoming a reality and like the fire I've got in me, it's not just a normal fire. It's like a violently roaring fire. Mm. That's like you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, feed me would work. Otherwise, you're not going to achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah, um, and I think that's where that kind of ruthless mindset that you said kind of stems from is the fact that I've had this awakening. I'm seeing things in a different light. You know, I don't enjoy going out like. It might seem like I'm putting myself on a pedestal, but when I last went out, I was looking around and I'm like, I'm, really this place. isn't, it, I, yeah, I, I felt really out of place. I felt almost, not. I felt upset because I was like, this is not the life I want to be living. Yeah. Like, I've got enough, like, it was actually, it was my birthday weekend, so I could have, I could have drank, but I chose not to because I didn't want to. Um, I don't get fulfillment from drinking. Like yes, it's 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 good in the moment, but yeah. it's expensive. It's money. Like I'd rather I'd rather spend fifty pounds on fucking I don't know clothes or equipment for my camera than. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, if if you don't know what he's doing, he's doing that. Yeah, yeah. I should be doing that more often. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, fifty pounds on like camera equipment. I don't want to be using it on drinks because I just feel shit the next day. Um, it is honestly we were out the next day because I hate 
waking up and just not being in the mood to do what I know needs to be done. Yeah. Because it sucks. It just makes it so much more difficult. But I also like a drink, though. I'm a bit... I've been kind of around it my whole life, and... But I, I like a drink, but there's too many people that just don't... Near the limit? Yeah. It's not... It's not so much that. It's just they can't... Ah, it's not so much that. It's they... They, they struggle to read the room and so when it's just a quiet one it's just a quiet one and, but they want to take it to the next level mm-hmm. um, I'm all I'm all for you know getting silly <laughs> um, when the time is right yeah. I think that's the main thing is like if it's you know whether you're celebrating a big achievement or it's someone's birthday that you haven't seen in ages then there's a time for it mm-hmm. but then if it's like a random Tuesday night or it's a random weekend and you've got damn standard. yeah then there's just there is no point so well, again, I do like understand said, it. I'd rather save the money feel up feeling better in the morning and then be yeah. able to crack on the yeah. next day a lot of people that do that week weekend on weekend I just wanted to escape reality it's it's impossible to have well I mean I don't know maybe it is possible but it's impossible to have something to celebrate that's worth celebrating every week every week yeah like, a lot of people in my town are doing it. Like, when they say, oh, you know, I just enjoy coming out for drinks. Like, why, though? Like, yeah. why do you want to get to that state? Yeah, because you don't even remember it. No, exactly. Like, so you're clearly trying to, you know, forget <laughs> your own reality. Yeah. And, again, I, ho- I, hope, I hope, like, a lot of people from Hereford read that, like, listen to this and, and get annoyed because it's what they need to hear. 100%. Um, I don't care if I become quite a hated person. Yeah. It doesn't bother me because... I mean, you're the best videographer. In I'm the best so. videographer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you said it, not me. Exactly, exactly. Oh. Um, that, that was good timing yeah. there. That was good timing. <laughs> Let's put it into a sense. So yeah, I don't, I don't care if, any, if everyone hates me because I'm the best videographer in Hereford. Um, however, going back to what I said, it doesn't mean... Like the people around me are shit. Like no. they're all good in in their kind of sector. Of course, I'm good at in my sector. Yeah. Um, but it's more of that's what I tell myself. Yeah. That's what I believe in, because mm. my results show. Um, you know the guy who did space goods. Yeah. Um, like I'd say he's probably one of the best as well, if not the best in Hereford when it comes to his kind of approach to video he's a lot more creative than me mm. um, but there you go like he's the best more for types of like commercials corporate videos yeah. I'm more into like the fitness mm. kind of videos another friend could be good with weddings so like you know if I sound the best in Hereford mm. we could all be the best in Hereford yeah we could be the best together exactly yeah. but there are some people who don't yeah. deserve that that placement. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I'd love again, to know who that is. people will know who I'd <laughs> love to know who that is. Oh, God. Beef. <laughs> is there beef? Is there? No, no, not beef. Okay. I think it's just like... Com- uh, com- competition. A bit of competition. Yeah. I don't know it's if it's healthy com- competition or if it's just like... Um, I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just one of them like non-existent beefs that you kind of create yourself. Yeah, I, get, I know. Um, but yeah, when you compare work, mm. like can see good work and then you can see bad work yeah um and sometimes i'll see bad work from a certain person mm. 
and then I'll see good work from them. I'll be like, okay, okay, this is actually good work. The rest is just a pile of shit. Yeah. To put to put it brutally, <laughs> again, like Jeez, Gus will probably <laughs> <laughs> Gus will probably listen to this and he'll be like, mate, drop your ego. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> you um, you touched on earlier about the creative agency being the hub for all things fitness. Have you ever thought about other spaces? Have you? In terms of the agency? In terms of the agency? Um, yeah. In the future. Well, not... Looking ahead. I've, I've thought of just the agency in general. I haven't thought about what sort of areas we'd cover. Nice. Um, however, it would be good to, you know, cover quite a lot of areas. Yeah. But have, like, a dedicated team for each one. So it's not like... It's not the case of a jack-of-all-trades but a master of none. It's like we, we actually have masters for basically a lot of industries. We'll have ones yeah. for the fitness industry corporate commercial events because um, I don't want I wouldn't want my business to be very corporate I'd want it to be very laid back kind of like what a lot of startup businesses are like they're like very laid back yeah um, I'd probably again this is like very early stages or I wouldn't even call it early stages but I'd probably like subcontract a lot of the work to like videographers and shit but have an actual dedicated team that work for me or yeah. not like work for like me but work with me team. Yeah, yeah like a leadership team and yeah. I'd want to work with them not them work for me because mm. I know what the corporate lad, the corporate world is like they treat you like numbers treat you like not shit but like they, they don't treat you as best you can be treated I'd want people to wake up every day and like have the feeling I have now where I can't wait to do work Yeah, I want to I want, like you know we, we might have an office a dedicated space but like you know if they prefer working from home so be it as yeah. long as the job's done of course yeah um, you know, I'd probably, again, very early stages, but I'd want it to be like, you know, the best job ever for them where, you know, we'll do like a team day out, like every month or something like that. Mm. And like just really take care of them because it's the way I'd want to be treated if I was working yeah. for someone. It's also nice to have, have to kind of nurture those people around you. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of like the same sort of approach Eman has with his team. Like, you know, taking them out on holidays to like these exotic places going on private jets yeah. like that's that's the life I want to to have and to provide to people close to me you know my family um, like I was saying to someone I can't remember who it was but like I was I was saying oh again I think it was my coach actually um, I was saying like you know I want to get to a point where I can take all my friends on holiday they don't have to worry about anything because yeah. I've sorted it all for them that would be cool um, and I want not not to show off, but I think that's what will like, like when I get to the point where, you know, I'm making multiple figures a month. I think the only thing that will fulfill me is helping other people. Is not it won't be like the generic thing that every millionaire says. Like it's not the flashy cars and stuff. Um, it will be helping other people um, and kind of inspiring them to show what is possible with hard work and when you set your mind to something mm. um, and just in general just support people I know like yeah yeah, it's rewarding, it's rewarding. yeah it's, it's rewarding like I haven't got to the point yet but when I'm I don't know hitting a certain figure a month I'd like to start giving back more to people um, where I can yeah Ooh, so my next question um, it's very clear from the conversation we've had that you have a goal and you're getting after it. 
you're a freelancer right now, but would you ever go work for someone else's agency? So that's a good question. I haven't worked for an age. Uh, have I worked for an? Uh, kind of, not in a way. I've kind of. There is an agency that works with a lot of events, nightclubs, and stuff, and they kind of subcontract work to photographers and videographers. Nice. Um, so I've kind of worked for an agency in a way, mm. but in terms of creativity, like they've been, they've given the freedom. Like you just, they, they'll just say, right, we just, we want fifteen second yeah. clip of this. This is what we need. This is what we need, but like the creative side, like all down to you. Um, if I was to be employed, I don't think it would be quite my thing. I'd I'd have to, I'd set expectations, but said like you know I can I can work for you for this price, but this is how like this is how much this I'm actually I'm working. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not going to do 25 hours a week for you. Mm. I could probably do this in less. And you can still pay me the same amount, but I can do it less time and create more efficient work for you. So I'm not actually owned by them, in a way. That so instead sense. of them like paying me as an employee, mm. they just pay me as a subcontractor or something. So I still got my own freedom. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah, I was asked that question yesterday, and I was it was just, it was a stumper. I was like, hmm. oh god. And the, the answer that I came to was, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't close it down. Yeah, but I'm enjoying right now. I'm enjoying working for myself. I'm enjoying, you know, pursuing something that's personal to me. But if there was an opportunity to almost use it as like a learning experience, then I would be open to it because even just from getting a mentor like Gus, I've learned so much. And then if I was to even surround myself with people who are doing something similar, and I can learn from them then I wouldn't, I wouldn't shut down that opportunity. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be open to the opportunity if it was the fact that I needed to relocate somewhere mm. and to basically establish myself in that new area. Because nice. um, obviously, you know, if, if you're a freelancer and you're moving to some other place, it would be hard to build a client base. Yeah. So to even if it was like, yeah, I th well, I mean, to be honest, ideally the, the aim would be to make a name for myself so that no matter where I move to, I like you know my work doesn't fall. Mm. Um, but if there was like an agency who knew who I am, I know the guys. And they're like you know we got we got a role here. If you're interested, I'd be like yeah cool. Work there for a couple of months, make a name for myself, and then I'll get back to self-employed. Mm. Or I'll just stay self-employed and just say yeah you know just subcontract me. Yeah. But then working with their clients will then make a name for myself, mm. and then do that. So you're obviously, you know, like you said, the best videographer in Hereford. In Hereford. And eventually it's going to expand to the surrounding area. And then, and then nationwide. Exactly. But is there any dream countries, dream places that you want to... I've always not wanted necessarily to... necessarily build a base, but where you want to work? Um, I've always wanted to, feel, to, to record or have a... Have a work that would be in America just because the fitness industry is like you know a hundred times bigger than the UK yeah and the UK one's already big enough um but I think yeah any particular I mean it's a pretty big place yeah <laughs> any particular that comes to mind in terms of in in America like a state yeah 
Yeah, not really. It doesn't really bother me too much. As long as it's warm and sunny, <laughs> yeah, fair. I'm happy with that. Okay. Um, I've, yeah, like, nowhere in particular. I've, but, no, I've always wanted to, work, to have work abroad. Um, have you done much work ab- abroad? Not. We'll build into that? Not officially. Okay. But by the books, yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, don't know if HMRC would be <laughs> listening to this. HMRC, go away. <laughs> but, um, and then the kind of one that follows on from that question, is there any like dream clients or dream projects? So... brands that you'd want to work um, with? Dream. There are, I've I've written down two people I really want to work with oh. this year. This year, nice. this year, time frame. Yeah, like, smart. Um, two people I've kind of looked up to. Mm-hmm. One in the fitness industry. One kind of like within modeling in itself. Like he's a guy who, since I since since I wanted to be a model, I've always thought you know, he's just like he's just got like a, a look that suits anything. Yeah. Um. But that's as far as it goes. Oh. I don't like You're revealing gonna... my, oh, my goals. Okay, okay. That's especially fair. like my, my especially that's my New Year's tease, resolutions. Man. Such a tease. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't tell you after this. God damn. <laughs> oh well, there goes my next question. <laughs> what was the next question? Oh, who are they? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh. Not even a hint. Um So one of them has his own brand. They, and then the other one owns a barber shop in Spain. Okay. Oh, I mean, that's oh, like, fuck. No. That's the most vague <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> yeah. that's, you could have said that. I think I'd be like, one's in the fitness that's... industry, the other one's in the modeling industry. There we go. Okay. Okay. Do Why you don't you like to see your goals? Um, because, you, you know, like, it depends on how big the goal is. Okay. Nice. Um, will then come add a lot of added pressure. Mm. Because we've touched on some of your goals. Yeah. In yeah. Um, but it's also it's almost like I don't want to, don't want to jinx it. Yeah, gotcha. Um, like for example, I've got <laughs> I've got a certain figure I want to be able to hit three months in a row. Nice. But that figure is extremely big that I don't want to tell anyone. Um, I just want to keep it to myself. Yeah. Work um, in silence. Huh? Work in silence. Yeah. Just kind of let the success on. be your noise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like it's a even I'm like is this even possible for me to make in as a videographer? But like, you know, there's there's a couple of creatives I follow who, you know, they used to be based in the UK, they're now based in the, they're now live in Dubai. Mm. They got a nice apartment, they got a nice car. Um, one videographer I follow is called Elliot, Elliot something. Like he used to be based in the UK and like, he, he, he probably is financing it because I'd probably, I'd finance a car. Mm. But like, he was daily driving an Audi R8, and I'm like, wait, you can, I can make that amount of money yeah. as a videographer. Um, Cause like, you know, imagine being a videographer or even a photographer, rocking up to a client in an R8 mm. and saying, yeah, yeah, that is my car. <laughs> like, <sighs> one day, one day. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Day one. One day or day one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, 
you must have days where you're kind of not motivated. You're not. I don't use the word motivated okay. anymore. It's Ooh, just discipline now. Just discipline. Yeah. But how's your? I mean, realistically, how is your discipline? I'd say it's pretty good. Okay. On those then, days that it's not pretty good, then my work rate isn't as efficient. Okay. But I okay. still show up. Okay. Nice. Um, but what would you say? Kind of like. I know you don't use the word motivated, but what, what drives helps? me? Yeah, uh, we've kind of touched on what drives yeah. you, but like, I don't know how I'm gonna put okay, this. We'll, but just, we'll just use yeah, what motivates yeah. me. Yeah. Um, you taking away the word motivated was hard. What motivates me? Because I feel like we've touched on the kind of. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a deeper, deep rooted yeah. motivation, but like what. Okay. Um, so you mentioned seeing some creators that showing you that it is possible, but is there? A, I mean, like, let's say on a day-to-day level, do you listen to other podcasts? Do you sometimes? I've got I've got phases where I do. Um, recently, I've been trying to kind of implement more the the whole David Goggins mindset, like you know, the days where you know you're in cozy cozy in your bed, it's warm, but yeah. you need to go out for a run or a cold dip when you don't want to do something really badly, that's when you, sh- you know, you need to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's what kind of like this week, there's been a couple of days where, you know, I've been like on little sleep, like not stupid little sleep, but yeah. like there's been days where I'm like going to bed at like half 11, 12. And I'm like, I need to be up in five hours or I need to be up yeah. in six hours. I really don't want that. Yeah. But I will wake up because I got, I got, I got things to do. Yeah. I got a goal to, to aim towards, mm. um, it's also like the the long term goal is to have financial and location freedom, um, to be able to work where I want, when I want, um, and still you know be earning the same amount, um, because I I, I want to be able to travel a bit more, mm. and especially at the moment I'm kind of limited because I've got to be with the person or on yeah. site to shoot, but. Like this week, I've or the past couple of weeks, I've gained a bit of a backlog of work. But considering I'm going to Portugal, I can just edit over there. Yeah. Um, ideally, I'd want everything mm. to be done on my laptop. Um, hence why, like the agency kind of comes in because mm. I, it would be, I would probably, I'd probably get to a point where I'm just kind of managing like the big projects or yeah. something like that, and like all the film would be done by someone else. You're 22. What's been the biggest lesson from your time in business? Because I know we touched on the imposter syndrome bit that, you know, we're still quite young in this game, but there's still like a wealth of knowledge that you've acquired from everything that you've done. So has there been a kind of, I know we love quotes as well, but (laughs) has there been like a standout lesson from all this that kind of you take away and so if someone was listening to this now and they're looking at created by Leandra and they're like yeah I could do this mm. what would be not necessarily what advice, I tell them but yeah what would from your experience what what advice would you give to them let's just keep going um was it last year I believe it was last year 
last year. Yeah. So early 2022, end of 2021 was like the shittest time I had. Seeing other videographers like being fully booked, like the beginning of the month, the beginning of the year, which is usually like the quietest time. Mm. And I was just there kind of like empty handed, just about getting by. Um, again, this isn't this sob story either. Um, I still woke up every day and I, I did work. I worked towards the business, whether it was, you know, whether I was given 100%, whether I was given 51%, I still showed up. And my basically my life turned around in March when I took my first retainer um, for four, four figures a month. He knows who he is because I've spoken to him before, and I you know I just sent him a message saying it's actually going to be one year since we've been working together next month. Congrats! Um, and like since I worked since I started working with him, like just like everything's changed and it's just gone up. So. Don't give up, keep going. Even if you can't put 100%, put 1% at the very least, because it's gonna, you know, you've got, you've got the compound effect, it will all build up at the end of the year. Um, and the days when you don't wanna do it are the days that will will count. It's kind of like, you know, when you're at the gym, like when you when you think you've got the last rep, you've, you're only like 80% there. Like you've got so much more in you. It's all it's all a mental game. So the thirty percent rule? Is it? You heard that? No. It's the the rule they use in the Marines. Um, when you're like fully spent and fully don't think you can do any more, apparently you're only at thirty percent of your capacity. Wow. It's quite just quite crazy. little. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like but it, oh show, it shows you like what the mind is capable of. Yeah. Um and that's where you know when I said about I don't know if I said enough that must have said about two three months working non-stop maybe 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 but I think I think that's kind of like you know oh yeah no sorry I took up that yeah you did I think it's like so the 30% rule it's, it's a good it's a good testament to show what the mind's capable of doing and I like you, you need to push yourself like if you like with massive goals comes massive amounts of work and sacrifice and you know people would be like yeah but you're going to be burnt out in two months time what? what? <laughs> like I put, I put up a, a TikTok about, about Andrew Tate talking about burnouts like you know you're not a car you don't, you don't do burnouts yeah. like work like the days you don't want to do it other days are going to count um you know, like there is, like I like I said before, like I'm willing to risk my mental health because that's how much I want to achieve this goal or these goals. Um, which you know, to a lot of people listening, they'll probably think I'm sounding pretty stupid, pretty pathetic, and they're probably feeling like you just said that for the podcast. But no, not really, not at all. Um, I want to be able to hit what I've got. And I feel like I've got much a bigger drive. With the cards I was dealt throughout life has enabled me to have a drive that not many other people in my circle have. And only a small minority of them actually understand it. Um, 
but it doesn't make all the others any less worth any less like all like my circle is very carefully picked um and you know i won't forget about them because like when when i've made it then i'm going to give back to everyone as a form of you know thank you for always believing me and always sticking by it's it's kind of like when I don't think I'm in the trenches yet, but like when I'm really in the trenches where, you know, I am basically, I've basically isolated myself from society because I'm just deep in work and and the gym. The, the true friends are the ones who will always stay no matter what's happening. Yeah. Um, and, you know, th- those ones are the ones who will be rewarded yeah. for, you know, as I thank you saying like, look, I appreciate you still being around even though... I went ghost for like, I don't know, a couple of weeks to yeah. a month or something like that. They understand the assignment. So. I said, there's been times where I've just thought about deleting, like muting all my contacts, deleting social media, besides just having my business page, deleting, like actually like erasing my Snapchat account, um, deleting my WhatsApp or like just like deleting all, all like my contacts I just having clients just so all I think about is work yeah. which again toxic mindset yes I know but it's what I want to be doing it's what I feel happiest doing so I'm doing this for myself not for anyone else and the real ones will still be there and that's, that's the thing um, yeah I feel like when you start pursuing something meaningful you lose a contact with a lot of people but at the same time, those that do stick around, those that do reach out, check in on you, you start to realise, yeah, you know. i got a friend of mine who we probably only speak like once every month and a half. You know, he's got his own work, he's got his own job, I've got, I've got the business, but... Do you have a nice little catch-up? And- <coughs> yeah, exactly, like, we'll literally pick off as if we were talking to each other the day before. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of like, I value all the friends I've got. But I think sometimes it's best if I just isolate myself for a bit because when I when I interact with them again, I value the time I have with them a lot more. Yeah. I, I, you know, if I'm, if I'm, you know, I've got one or two friends who I see like once or twice a week, I still value the time because, you know, there is never a time I don't go without laughing with them. But I think, like, if I was to not see them for a month, and then I saw them again just after a month, um, we'd value the time that we're with each other. And it's, I think it's hard when, like, your other friends are also self-employed because they're, they're also, like, deep in the cave as yeah, well. Okay. So, like, sometimes we don't actually appreciate the time work that... We have together, together because yeah. like we're just in that work mode. Yeah. So if we don't see each other, and then all of a sudden we do, like after like a couple of weeks, we're like we're actually present. Like I was with my friend when he took me out for dinner for my birthday. Like I barely went on my phone. I usually get I'll go on my phone like when I'm with a friend just to check what's going on. But we had like a proper deep chat. He's my coach. Like and sometimes like I'll, I won't see him for like three weeks, maybe even a month, and then I'll see him training his clients. And I'm like. <laughs> Cause I, yeah, like my face just lights up. Cause I'm like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. I haven't seen you in ages. 
Um, it's almost like a little little nod, just yeah. yeah we're it. still we're still going. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I think I'm gonna start to round off this podcast. It's been a awesome one, and may I say, it's nice. I feel like we've got some similar energies. Yeah, and it's been pretty easy to kind yeah, of interact with you. Absolutely, man. It hasn't been awkward or anything. No, and uh, I feel like we're very young in this game. We have still got lots of learning to do. But I think with our mindsets, you know, we're going to figure it out the whole way there. And I'm excited. I'm excited to hear. I'm excited to see, sorry, you at full capacity because I feel like some of the things that we've touched on in this conversation, um, I feel like we're just scratching the surface in terms of what you want to achieve, in terms of what you have achieved. Yeah. It's talking about full capacity, actually. Oh. Um, I put up a story on my, my personal page. It was just kind of like one of them spur of the moment thoughts yeah. that I had, and I was like, I, just, I feel like it's the right time to put it up, but um, I'll just read it because it's kind of like comes across that's, that. That's so cool. basically, it says a chaotic two days of inquiries and back and forth messaging with some really exciting jobs in the pipeline en route to Oxford for something I've always wanted to be involved in, which is this in podcast. Um, Days go by in a flash with fitting in cardio, training, work and life admin. Even when I'm waking up at half five to quarter six every day, I still feel like I haven't got enough time. Um, Starting to find my flow and I've built some really good momentum with training and work. Stress levels are close to peaking, but without pressure, diamonds aren't made. I won't have it any other way. Uh, This year is my year, so you're either with me or you're getting left behind. I like that. It's very honest. I feel like you're definitely in the feels. Yeah, so I actually, I actually did like um, <laughs> recently after breaking up with my ex or her breaking up with me, um, I just thought, you know, I need a I need a fresh start on Instagram and one, because I just couldn't archive my old posts and like they were like the cringy modeling ones I had. Nice. So now it's kind of like a bit more professional photos or yeah. like photos where I look <laughs> decent. Um, and ever since then, I've just like brought out more I've been posting stories for me I don't care what people think Um, I've been putting a bit more of my personality and whenever I'd put like a poll up on my other account like I'd be pretty dead but like now it's like people seem to be interacting with with my stories a bit more even though it's just my personal one Um, I even like as simple as like I put a poll up saying uh, excuse the mess in my room but in front of the radiator do I put a clothes rail do I put a bean bag and I got like what 20, 21 votes, which is like it's not much, but like compared to my previous account, yeah. I barely get any. Mm. So like I feel like because I'm just being unapologetically myself, mm. people latch on a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm so excited to see kind of the journey unfold. I think that's the it's exciting gonna, part. It's going to turn some heads. Exactly. But at the same time, I would say look after yourself because I feel like. I know you're willing to sacrifice your mental health, but... I kind of cancel it out with the gym in a way. Yeah, I feel like... Don't cancel out your mental health. (laughs) Don't not not cancel out. Don't sacrifice your mental health. Yeah. Um, Find a balance. That would be... I'll find out at some point. Yeah, exactly. I'll let you know. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, thank you very much, Leandro, for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Did I say that right? Did I say that right? Yeah, you said it right. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. Episode four in the bag.